Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports, and today we are here to talk about the hottest news on the internet, at least on Brown's Twitter, and that is D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, and the possibility of him joining the Cleveland Browns reuniting with his former quarterback, Deshaun Watson. But before we do, please be sure to check out the Dogs Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Be sure to like this video, drop a comment in the comment section, let us know what you think. And if that's not enough for you, you can leave a voicemail. Thedogspodcast.com, leave a voicemail. We will play it out on the show, and we will let you know what we think about what you think. And also, join the Patreon at jointhedogs.com. That's going to be your way to have direct communication with all of us here at The Dogs Podcast. Got a ton of things going on there. Fantasy football, talking about everything. There's text chats, there's Discord, all kinds of things. You get an after-hour show. You don't want to miss it. Join the Patreon at jointhedogs.com and also become a member. 99 cents a month, become a member. You're going to get some fancy stickers in the chat. That's your way of showing us your support here at the Dogs Podcast. So again, can't get anything under a dollar anymore, but you can here at the Dogs Podcast. So become a member today. So let's get into this. This is pretty wild, right? DeAndre Hopkins. We all know him. We all think he's a great football player regardless of what happens, right? And I want to make that clear because there's going to be a lot of people who will spin this a bunch of different ways. Wherever DeAndre Hopkins goes, you know, if he somehow ends up on like the Baltimore Ravens, there will be a select group of the fan base that will say, ah, he's washed, he's old, whatever. No, DeAndre Hopkins, regardless of what happens, is a fantastic football player and still is a fantastic football player in the National Football League. And it was very unrealistic, right? There was this conversation when the Browns, or when the Cardinals, I should say, were looking to trade DeAndre Hopkins. The Browns were a team that a lot of us really were hoping would be in the mix, but it didn't make a lot of sense. It didn't make sense for the Browns to come out and spend a draft asset to bring in an older receiver when you already have somebody like Amari Cooper on the roster And at that price, probably too much, right? The Browns weren't going to give up draft picks as well as take on that contract. Well, now the Arizona Cardinals released DeAndre Hopkins. And this is yet another situation for Andrew Barry where sitting back and waiting and letting the cards fall how they will fall and do the best you can with them. I think we have another situation like that here. I talked about Zadarius Smith And how amazing it is to have a general manager who did not panic, did not trade for Zadarius Smith before the draft. When conversations started to heat up, 
He let things fall out and play out the way they did and was able to get Zadarius Smith for a relatively cheap trade as well as a relatively cheap contract for the production of a guy like Zadarius Smith. And I think we have a similar situation here now with DeAndre Hopkins. And if you're as excited as I am about the possibility of the Browns adding DeAndre Hopkins, then this is for all you Browns fans in Ohio. We have an awesome sports betting promo for new Bet365 users. All you have to do is deposit $10 and place a $1 wager on any sport. You will instantly receive $200 added to your account in bonus bets, whether if you win or lose. All you have to do is use the code the dogs at sign up. By using our code the dogs, you will not only receive the $200 in bonuses, but you will also be directly supporting the podcast. So if you've not already signed up for Bet365, use the code the dogs and place your first bet. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check out the full episode descriptions for the full terms of the offer or visit bet365.com. DeAndre Hopkins, yes, he's older. Yes, he's been around for a long time. But, but there are a couple major, major things that I would say would be worth doing this deal. And one, you're not going to trade for him, right? He's going to be released. The Arizona Cardinals are eating that giant amount of cap. I believe it's like 20 million, 22 million that the Arizona Cardinals are going to just eat outright. So for the Browns, it's all about what you can offer Hopkins now. And if Deshaun Watson wasn't here, we wouldn't be talking about this at all, right? But Deshaun Watson being here is a major, major deal. And Hopkins released a statement of things that he's looking for in his next team, and that included great defense, great defensive line, uh general manager who's been there for four plus years, these kind of things, solid offensive line quarterback. The Browns check all the boxes, and this is why this makes so much sense to me. And looking back at the career of Deshaun Watson and looking back at the career of DeAndre Hopkins, these two were their very best together. And that is an important thing to say here. Um, For the Browns, this makes a ton of sense. You know, because at this point, this would be a luxury addition. This would be you're pushing all your chips in the table and somehow you added another chip and throw that in there as well. If this move gets done. Now, I have been sitting here pounding the table about the wide receiver position for a long time. And thank God the Browns addressed it, right? You're seeing clips coming out of training camp. Marquise Goodwin, a guy that I've said that people are overlooking, has today literally i was just on twitter before recording this video and there's already i think two or three just incredible highlights of deshaun watson throwing to marquise goodwin right and this is a guy who's going to come in and probably be your fourth fifth string receiver but again the depth and just the fitting of the wide receiver room completely needed an overhaul completely needed a change and andrew berry has done that And that is so very important because you're not in a position now where you need DeAndre Hopkins. I want to make this clear. 
The Cleveland Browns do not need DeAndre Hopkins. However, this would be yet another season-changing, game-changing move for Andrew Barry to pull off if this were to happen. Now, I'm not expecting news on DeAndre Hopkins anytime soon. I would say maybe in another week, week and a half. Personally, I know other people, you know, who I'm friends with that think this is going to be a quick thing. I think it's more of a long-term situation here, you know, and I guess two weeks isn't that long. But for Hopkins, he's going to choose where he wants to go. And, you know, in the NFL, as an elite player, that's a luxury to be able to say, hey, I want to go to this team, I want to go to that team, and kind of take your time and look things out. Now, DeAndre Hopkins did recently just sign with new agency, the one LeBron. I, I can't remember if LeBron runs it or what, but point being... A lot of the Browns players are signed with that same agency. So a lot of people, especially in the sports media world, are kind of taking that and running with it. I don't think that's super important to me. I'm not looking at that as, hey, DeAndre Hopkins is coming to Cleveland because of that. What I'm looking at is the stats. And I have, and I'm going to pull it up on the screen here in a second, but I just want to read this out for you first. Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins have played with each other in the NFL from 2017 to 2019. So Deshaun Watson's rookie season and the NFL from 2017 through the 2019 season. Hopkins caught 315 passes for 4,115 yards and 31 touchdowns with with Deshaun Watson. Made the Pro Bowl all three seasons playing with Deshaun Watson as well as first team All-Pro. Without, without DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson's record is 7-15 on the Texans. So, it's clear to see, you know, reading that out, these two, I mean, they are thunder and lightning, right? Go back in time, before all the Deshaun Watson drama, and before everything kind of, you know, the... The I'm trying to think of a YouTube-friendly way of saying it, but the, you know what hit the fan, right? Before all that stuff happened, go back with me and remember, Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins were looked at the exact same way that we would look at uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, Diggs and Allen, Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. Like, these connections of quarterback and wide receiver That is what, you know, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. That is the same way we looked at DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson. Just this was multiple years ago at this point. So to say that this would not be a big time deal and a big move for the Browns, I think it's kind of crazy. Some people are looking at it as "Eh, it doesn't matter. For me, you know, and again, I've been talking about this wide receiver room for the longest time. It's not necessarily that you need DeAndre Hopkins, but here's why you do this if you're Andrew Barry. Because again, like I said, this is a going all in kind of move. And I said it when we traded for Zedaria Smith, it's a one year rental. Your your best chance to win is this season because this this is the season that your core and all this and these luxury pieces, they're all together, right? So you really want to lean into that Go get this move done. 
Go get this move done. Because then at this point, and it's so crazy to even sit here in front of a microphone and talk about this because it seems so wild. It seems so wild that this is even a possibility, let alone seems to be becoming real. I mean, for me, this is legit. This is real. The Browns are in the running for DeAndre Hopkins. And I would not be shocked if Andrew Barry pulled this off. But just envisioning what the wide receiver room and what the offense would look like if DeAndre Hopkins was added to this roster, he would be your starting X receiver, which would move Amari Cooper into the Z role where he's best at. You can use him all over the field. And then Elijah Moore would be your slot receiver. Now, the good news is here, and again, I talk about this all the time, versatility is something that Andrew Barry loves. Now, would I play DeAndre Hopkins as a slot receiver? No. I think that's dumb. Would I play him as a Z receiver primarily? No. I think that's dumb. But you have that ability if you want to, with all three of these guys. Other than Elijah Moore, I really wouldn't throw Elijah Moore as your X receiver. But just as a starting lineup at your receiver position, or as receiving threats, I should say, DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore with David Njoku. I mean, that is insane. That is absolutely insane. And behind them, you're looking at Donovan Peoples-Jones, who... If this deal were to happen, there are there is a lot of speculation that DPJ would be traded. And I've talked about DPJ a lot. That would not shock me. And I've told you why. I've pounded the table for that over and over again. You're not going to pay him. He's going to be worth a lot on the open market. And in a trade, I don't think he would be worth a ton. When I say on the open market, I mean as a free agent. But in terms of a trade, you probably could get a fourth for DPJ, if not more possibly for a team that's desperate for a receiver like him, because there's not a lot of those types of receivers in the NFL. Um, But assuming that DPJ weren't going to get traded, your wide receiver room would probably look like DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, DPJ, um, Marquise Goodwin, David Bell and Cedric Tillman. That's probably what your wide receiver room would shake out to be, keeping seven receivers, which would be something that I don't think the Browns have done in a long time. I think we've always kept like six, but it makes sense because all we've heard all offseason, Jimmy wants to pass more. Jimmy Haslam wants to move the offense, more of a downfield attacking offense. And Everything we've seen out of OTAs, everything we've seen as far as clips and, you know, within the media, that's the truth. And the Browns, you know, keeping Jerome Ford as the number two running back, not that I'm not a fan of Jerome Ford. I love Jerome Ford. I think he's going to be awesome, but I would not rely on him. I would not completely put full confidence in him unless you're not planning on being a run first team. And, you know, we're still a ways away a little bit here from the Hall of Fame game, from the preseason and everything like that. But I don't think, and I've heard that the Browns feel good about the running back situation. So if that is the case, that tells me they're going a complete passing game. And what that looks like 
is not heavy usage of tight ends, which is crazy to say when Kevin Stefanski's the offensive coordinator and head coach. But I think the offense is going to look drastically different. So you could see a lot more four four wide. You know, you could see a lot more different usage as far as using your receiving threats, whether that be Atkins, Najoku, or your wide receivers, or using a running back out of the backfield, the Browns are going to come up with different ways to move the football through the air. And I think that's a good thing, but it's also, it, it is a bit concerning, you know, for me, just because, you know, Nick Chubb is your go-to guy, but extending his career is the smartest thing you can do. And taking, believe it or not, I know a lot of Browns fans will hate this, taking the ball out of his hands a little bit and opening up the passing game will actually help Nick Chubb out because then the run game is that much more effective because Nick Chubb is a damn good football player. He's always going to be a great football player. And first of all, he can catch the football. I don't know where this narrative came that Nick Chubb is just a running, a specific run threat, right? Nick Chubb can also catch the ball. He's not Alvin Kamara. He's not Christian McCaffrey, but he can catch the ball, right? He's not a scrub as far as a receiving threat himself. I want to make that clear. Now, would I make him a receiving threat? No, but you get the point. He can do it. So I just feel like all the signs are pointing to the truth is the Browns are going to become a pass first team. Oh, my second point there. Uh, taking the ball out of Chubb's hands just a little bit, you know, the health thing, and it opens up the run game. Just to finish off my point there. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. If you're like me, you always struggle to figure out what do I get dad for Father's Day? What is the perfect thing for the guy, for the men in your life who already have everything? They've got all the tools. They've got all the stuff. What do you get them that they don't already have? With Father's Day right around the corner, I can tell you one thing every dad can never have enough of. Steak. Dads want steak. Whether he's your father, father-in-law, or just a father figure in general, he's the guy who was always ready to step up when you needed him the most. The Father's Day experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand-selected packages. Head over to omahasteaks.com right now. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out. Get $30 off your qualifying order. Packages can include fork tender, bacon wrap, filet mignons, or other gourmet grillables like the air-chilled boneless chicken breast, burgers, jumbo franks, many other favorites. And do not forget to save room for dessert. Most of their packages come with four delicious caramel apple tartlets. Those things are the best. Omaha Steaks makes it so easy to give dad what he really wants. Order today, get $30 off your order with promo code DAWGS when you check out. Every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee, so don't wait. Get the Father's Day, the perfect Father's Day gifts, locked and loaded, ready to go. Use code DOGS, DAWGS, $30 off Omaha Steaks today. Minimum order may be required. See site for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All the signs are pointing, like I said, to becoming that more of a passing team. Um, you already completely revamped the wide receiver room, as you should, and they have done that. If you bring in DeAndre Hopkins, it is, like I said, it's all in, but it's also all in on making Deshaun Watson work. You have spent, you know, $230 million. You know, we know the story with the money, which, by the way, guess what? That contract, as much as people want to crap all over it, doesn't look nearly as bad now. Because guess what? Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, all these other different quarterbacks that have been paid and that contract, I want to say Deshaun's not even top five highest paid quarterbacks anymore. So, you know, Lamar Jackson, right? Joe Burrow's going to get paid. So people can make fun of the Browns all they want. That contract looks better and better each day. So not too mad about that. But what I am more so pointing at is the draft capital. Three first-round picks is nothing to ignore. That is three years of this team's future, um, you know, to steal a line from draft day, that you gave up and you put that investment in a guy into Sean Watson, and you have to get that right. That's why you saw the Denver Broncos come out and trade a first-round pick for Sean Payton, a head coach. We completely just skipped over that and acted like it didn't happen because – you know, there's bigger stories, but that's nuts. That's nuts. Could you imagine trading? If the Browns traded a first round pick for head coach, we would all be losing our minds. Um, but the Broncos did that because guess what? Russell Wilson sucked. If you think that Deshaun Watson was bad, go watch Russell Wilson last year. It's way worse. And in fact, I would say it's not even close. As bad as Deshaun was at times last year, Russ was consistently bad, and it was throughout the entire season. You know, Deshaun only had six games. So, you know, the Broncos make that investment because they have to make this work. Their entire future, immediate future, and possibly long-term for the next five-plus years relies on Russell Wilson being a good football player. You could say the same for the Browns with Deshaun Watson. And although I think it's two completely separate conversations – a lot of people want to put Deshaun Watson in the same boat as Russell Wilson. I don't think that's fair or truthful at all. I think Deshaun at times last season showed us and reminded us who he is as a starting quarterback in the NFL. But again, there's so many other factors that went into why Deshaun did not play his best. 
Do I believe he's washed? Absolutely not. Um, I think it's just going to be a matter of finding the consistency, building a connection with his receivers, which we're already seeing, and as well as building that relationship with Kevin Stefanski and building within the offense and the game plan. We'll, we'll see Deshaun Watson get back to somewhat of himself. I hope it's better than the best we've ever seen of him. I'm not going to fully guarantee that. But if there's a move to make to guarantee the best of the best that you can get next season out of Deshaun Watson, bring him back with the best receiver that he's had a connection with, A, and the best receiver that he's played with, B. And I'm going to pull up the stats here for you. Hopefully this uh, hopefully this works. Here's round two of screen sharing. So, okay. All right. So as you can see here, these are the stats for DeAndre Hopkins throughout his entire time in the National Football League. So last year, it's a little bit different because he only played in, I want to say, what, nine games? Is that what that is right there? Nine games. Um, so, yeah, his yards and his stats for last year aren't the best that you could get. But, again, there's more factors that went into that. 2021, DeAndre Hopkins was still an absolute stud. I mean, you know, put up eight touchdowns, just it was really good, right? But if you look at the course of his career, look at those three years, 2017, 2018, and 2019, right? Those are the best consistent years out of DeAndre Hopkins. And yes, that's been some time ago now, but... Who was that with? It was with Deshaun Watson. So, you know, I as I think Kyler Murray's a good football player. I know there's a lot of people that don't think that. Um, but I still think Kyler Murray is a good football player. I just think that Deshaun Watson and uh and DeAndre Hopkins are a perfect, perfect pairing. So let's take a look at this here. So not that this stuff matters the most uh but this from our friends here at more for you cleveland quoting um quoting uh, jordan schultz here uh the two teams that stand out to me for deandre hopkins are the new england patriots and the cleveland browns according to uh jordan schultz from the ross tucker podcast so um not that this is super important i just wanted to show this real quick just to kind of point out this is not just Browns fans this is something that has been highly speculated about within the NFL media and sports media as a whole and I want to also point to this because listen Mary Kay Cabot is somebody that is very polarizing within the Cleveland media and a lot of people don't like her. A lot of people think she's the greatest of all time, right? It's very weird with Mary Kay. And I no disrespect to Mary Kay at all. I have my opinion of her. You can think what you want of her. Every, I think everybody has their opinion. But the fact that she's tweeting as much as she is about DeAndre Hopkins, and I know that's her job to do that, but you also got to remember, Mary Kay Cabot and Dee Haslam are two peas in a pod, right? They are best friends. And if there's anybody that knows anything about the Cleveland Browns and what they're doing, it is Mary Kay. 
It is Mary Kay, and whether if the Browns get those players or not, she knows who they're fighting for and who they're fighting to get on this football team. And she she's constantly tweeting about it. She's constantly blowing up Twitter about it. So that tells you this is real. The Browns are in on DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Tony Grossi, which, again, definitely have my opinion on him. Um, you know, and I... I if my reaction doesn't tell you enough as it is, you never mind. I won't even won't even get into it. But Tony Grossi uh, said that the Browns have a feeling within the building that they are the front runners for DeAndre Hopkins. So, you know, and, and there's a couple others as well, you know, um, who I won't name. But essentially, the entire Cleveland media is reporting all the same thing that the Browns are in on DeAndre Hopkins. So, this is real. I'm not going to get too overly excited because I want to repeat it again, okay? For all all you who watch this are Browns fans, most likely, unless you're one of the Ravens fans who love to troll this channel here at the Dogs Podcast. I don't know why you would. You know, I would say find find a Ravens channel that does half as good as we do here at the Dogs Podcast, right? Leave us alone, right? You're not a Browns fan. Anyway, um... I, I totally forgot what <laughs> totally forgot what I was gonna say there. Um, shoot. Well, anyway, my point being, what I was gonna say is um, for Hopkins, you know, and I'll wrap this up here shortly with this. For Hopkins, it's like, what do you want? Because if you want the money, then go to a team like I don't know the Giants. Or somebody like that who isn't as good but can probably pay you a little bit more. If you want to win, it's probably the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Browns. I know the Patriots are in that talk, but let's just break this down. If you're DeAndre Hopkins, would you rather get paid a little bit more and go play with Mac Jones? Or would you rather take a little bit less and go play with the quarterback that you played your best football with and Deshaun Watson? So I don't think the Patriots are an option personally. I could be an idiot. And we could be looking at this when the Browns lose out on DeAndre Hopkins and he goes to the Patriots, right? I just don't see that happening. I think that is probably very, very unlikely. The Bills, I don't think that's really likely either. I'll be honest with you. Um... Stefan Diggs is an interesting human being. Great player, great receiver in the NFL. Um, but I don't think he's somebody who I would necessarily want to bring in a caliber of DeAndre Hopkins to play with him. And I know that sounds crazy because in a perfect world, they could play together and everything be fine. But Diggs is somebody who has flown off the handle more than once. And for me, Buffalo is a really good football team. And I just don't know. I don't know if I would add the possibility of fuel to that fire. That's just me. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. But if you get where I'm going with that, that's just, I don't know. I think there's a little bit more risk there um, for the Bills. And I don't know... I don't know if they necessarily need DeAndre Hopkins. They have a lot of weapons there. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not going to write off the Bills 
Because it does make sense. It, it would totally make sense, just from a football standpoint, to bring in a great receiver with Stefan Diggs. But there's more to it than just on the football field, right? And we know that in Cleveland. We absolutely know that. Look at, you know, the whole Baker, Jarvis, OBJ thing, right? It doesn't always match. It doesn't always work out just because you're a really good player. Um, so that's, I could be wrong again, but that's just kind of how I choose to uh, look at the situation with Buffalo. The Bengals make no sense. You know, they're already loaded at receiver. They, they're they not even being talked about in conversation. The Ravens don't make sense because why would you go out and spend a boatload of money on OBJ and then turn around and spend a boatload of money that you don't have, you know, after paying Lamar Jackson on DeAndre Hopkins? I just don't see that. doesn't make a ton of sense to me. For me, I think it's down to two teams. You know, and take this for what you will, Browns fans. I think it's down to the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs for DeAndre Hopkins. And this is where it's tough. This is where you're going to have to see what DeAndre wants personally. Because the Browns do have enough money to get this done. Okay, They, they get money from Jadavion Clowney and they get money from John Johnson III post-June 1st, which, you know, as you're watching it, uh, as you're watching this, it will be post-June 1st. So the Browns are going to have money on the books to put towards DeAndre Hopkins if they want it to. So it's not necessarily the money. But here's the thing. The Chiefs can offer him a similar contract that the Browns could, if not better. And they have, you know, as, as great as we think Deshaun Watson can be, and I think he still can be that great, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, right? He just is. The Chiefs just traded Tyreek Hill and won a Super Bowl. With Juju Smith-Schuster, who sucks, and Travis Kelsey, you know, and they have some other good threats there. I love Sky Moore. I think Sky Moore is a stud who is just waiting to break out. But it's hard to say. Like, the my point here is like, okay, where do you want to win? I can't say definitively, like, the Browns have a better team than the Chiefs because the Chiefs just won the whole damn thing. And I'm sorry for, you know, YouTube. Um, but they just won the whole thing without Tyree Kill, right? With just Travis Kelsey. So it's hard for me to sit here and say, oh, the Browns give them the best chance. Clearly not. So, I mean, it's going to come down to what does Deshaun Watson or what does DeAndre Hopkins, I keep getting those two mixed up. What does DeAndre Hopkins think of the Cleveland Browns roster? What does he think of the coaching staff? What does he think? Does he think that this is turned around? You know, that's what it's going to come down to. And I think, again, I think it's down to us and the Chiefs. And if we lose out, I wouldn't blame him. Would you blame him to go play, you know, with a team that just lost a fantastic receiver and still won the Super Bowl? I wouldn't blame him. But, you know, if the Browns could offer DeAndre Hopkins a deal that would get him what he wants to be paid as well as play on a good team, you know, and the Chiefs would offer him a little bit less, who knows? You know, we've seen crazier things happen, right? So... 
Um, we'll see. It is what it is. If we don't get them, we'll be fine. If we do get them, great. Great. You're even better. A lot better. Which is hard to get a lot better. I mean, this is crazy that a player like DeAndre Hopkins is even available at this point. Um, so, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. There was one other point that I was wanting to make that I cannot remember. But... Who knows? You know, this is this is going to be very interesting because Amari Cooper, and I want to just reiterate this, being moved into your number two receiver spot, he, the dude was dominant last year. If you went to any Browns game or you really like paid attention from the film, you saw Amari Cooper was dominant. He looked like prime Amari Cooper. And it wasn't super consistent, but... He was fantastic throughout the course of last season. And if you bring in DeAndre Hopkins with Amari Cooper, oh my gosh, with Elijah Moore as your just kind of wild card there, like there's, oh, I can't even, like I'm trying not to hype myself up too much. So I remember the last thing I want to say, and we'll close out with this. If the Browns do sign DeAndre Hopkins, it needs to be a two-year or more deal. Because for the Browns, that makes the most sense, spreading the money out. We know Jimmy will front a giant signing bonus, right? He's proven that he would do that. So it would make sense for the Browns, and plus Hopkins is going to get the money from the Cardinals. So I don't think money is really that big of a factor, to be honest. I know he wants to get paid. But I think, like I said earlier, if it means cutting off $3 million to go to a better team, I think he would do that. Um, but, boy, this is, whew, this is fun. This is, this is very intriguing. This is very, 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 very intriguing. And I don't know what to even think about it, to be honest. It's so far-fetched and so crazy to add a guy like Hopkins to this team already that it's it's almost hard to even process it but I think that's gonna wrap it up um only other thing I would say is I wouldn't worry about this being another Jarvis OBJ situation because the difference is you know we forced OBJ and Baker DeAndre and Deshaun already have a connection and even if De- DeAndre Hopkins is not the prime DeAndre Hopkins, there's so much around him that he's still going to be great. So with that being said, after this long rambling podcast that this has turned into for me here, um, be sure to let me know what you think. I want to know what you think about DeAndre Hopkins. I want to hear it and I want to see it in the comment section. I want to hear voicemails from you and become a member. Be sure to like this video. Like I said, drop a comment, subscribe to the channel. And again, my name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports on YouTube. And uh, appreciate if you go check me out there. But until then, go Browns. We'll see. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.